Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Father, we need you. For without you, we can do nothing. You are everything that we are, our salvation, our sanctification, our justification, our righteousness, our protection. You are our mission. You are our glory. You are our everything. You are even the brethren that we see, because Christ is in every one of them. They are members of your bone and of your flesh. And so we thank you. Speak to our hearts. Cause us to grow as we ought to by the hearing of your word. Let your Holy Spirit drive truth into our hearts. But afterwards, we might grow up in the truth that we hear. In Jesus' precious, mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. I don't know why you are clapping. (laughs) All right. You may be seated. The children are confused. They don't know. When we finish prayer, we are preaching. What are they doing? Have they become like us? They are wondering. So it's a privilege to come back home to be with you. Praise the Lord. I describe you as the people that I love most in all the world. Amen. When I preach here, they can't say time or anything. You just allow me to preach. Praise God. We thank the Lord. When we were in Benin, it was one hour ahead of Ghana. Isn't it? Yeah, one hour ahead of Ghana. So, if you look at your watch and you think it is 8 o'clock, you have one more hour to preach. No, it, the time is not like the one in your country. But we thank the Lord for the privilege that he has given to us. Uh, I used to say, like play, like play. But this time around, it's like confidence, like confidence. <laughs> Praise God. If you meet the devil, you tell him, stand here, I'm coming to preach. Just get out of here. I'm coming to preach. Amen. Amen. Any temptation that used to defeat you, say, hey, stand here. Champion has come. We are living in the days of confidence. Praise the Lord. Not conjecture, but confidence. Make sure you are speaking Christian language, confidence. There may be conflict, but with confidence, we will skip conflict to conquest. In Jesus' name. So the Lord bless every one of you. You are all great. 
holding the fort in our absence. Sometimes people can understand why you are, you are not there with so many people, but things are happening because people love the Lord. Amen. They love the Lord. You are not diabolical. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. So we thank the Lord for what he's doing in our midst. Last week, you were privileged to see a little bit of a service where you spoke about growing up. Amen. The man of God taught you on growing up. Why God has given us ministry so that we, are grow, we will grow up. Amen. The real purpose of a cook, a caterer, is not how best he designed the food or she designs the food. You know, in the art of cooking, there is a space for beautification of the food. But that is not the purpose of the food. It's to grow you. Amen. So that you will grow. Wait until you get sick. We don't call for a caterer to come and do something very beautiful. I mean, they open your mouth and force the food inside. Whether it looks like it looks nice, nobody sets a table before a sick person. They will, they will find a way of pushing the food down your throat because they understand that it will help you to be healthy and to grow. And that's exactly the, the, the place of ministry in the church and the word of God in the church. Amen. That we will grow up. See, after me, I will grow up. Yes. We have to grow up, every one of us. And thank God there is ministry. Not just one person. This one makes a supply. This one teaches. This one preaches. And then we are growing up. Praise the Lord. And this kind of growth is even more important. See? The church has never been strong by reason of its breath, but by the depths. If you build a building from here to the roadside, that's the breath. It's very long. It doesn't mean that it is strong. Wide doesn't mean strong. The strength is calculated in reference to foundation, to depths. And that will always be the measure of the real growth of the church. We make much ado about church growth, but even that word, in quotes, you never find in the epistles. Because the apostles had an exalted mind above some of these words. They knew what makes the church strong. By the time the church got to the book of Revelation, they were in provinces of all of Asia, Asia Minor. They were everywhere. Massive numbers. But decline had set in. The church was getting weaker at a faster rate. That time, John, the beloved, was the last apostle. And he raised 
the red flag the lord appeared to him he said no this thing cannot defeat the gates of hell you are many but you are empty you are naked you are this you are that and teachings like this is what brings us to the center of our strength when every one of you are growing up when you are strong in the house the church is strong when you are weak at home the church is weak when you beat your wife we have a weak church we are many but we are weak when you care and nourish that woman we have a strong church a strong church is not in our revenue it's not in the money that comes in oh yes pastors have to hear that and we will not back away from that no matter who you are because we have the word of god right in front of us it tells us as it is and we keep it there so your own christian life your own spiritual growth is the real growth of the church is the real growth and if you are growing you'll be fruitful so that one takes care of itself amazing believers have come on the scene and have reproduced themselves in the lives of people you can attest that this is a christian because there was a christian who gave birth to him a real solid vibrant christian and he manifests all the characteristic of a saved soul because of where he is coming from that is what makes the church strong so a message like this should be treated with all seriousness and received with all meekness so that we will grow thereby ephesians chapter 4 the verse number 15 ephesians 4 15 but speaking the truth in love how, how else do you want to speak the truth and we'll talk about it tonight may grow up into him in all things which is the head even christ it's a simple passage that we can all read amen let's all read it ephesians 4 15 ready go but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even christ one more time let's personalize it that but speaking the truth in love i may grow up in him into all things which is the head even christ let's go may it be so in your life we have to come to basics like memorizing the word of god amen yes nature upholds vacuum if you keep your mind empty something else will take over your mind all you will know are the names and phone numbers of people and a lot of irrelevant things but you can occupy the space of your mind with the word of god it's a good thing to do amen speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even christ so we are continuing and they continue steadfastly in the apostles doctrine 
in the same message. Growing up. Soaring the way up. Growing up. This year, don't sign off yet. Somebody may have taken off before you, but he can run out of gas and fuel and energy and you, you, you can overtake such a person. And even forget about overtaking somebody. You compete against your own self. What I want to say is that it is too late and it should never be that you write yourself off from God's great and exceeding promises unto us that we are soaring. Count yourself in because by the grace of God, in the strength of the Lord and by the power of the Spirit, you can take off even in the middle of this year. Habakkuk said, O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the year. He had not seen much from January, February, March. Not a lot. But he said, hey, let's, something must happen in the middle of the year. Do something. And I believe God is going to do amazing things from this time onwards. Hallelujah. Growing up. Now, that word should make something flash over your eyes and strike your mind. Something that we even said in our daily strength today. That a Christian faith is a practical faith. It's what kind of faith? The Christian faith is not a place for abstract things and idleness. We get downright practical. To be, to be scriptural is to be practical. To be scriptural is to be practical. And that is what true spirituality is. Christian doctrine is for Christian practice. That is why an instruction like growing up is coming. Philippians chapter 4, the verse number 9. Philippians 4, 9. Those things, including what you are hearing right now, which you have both learned and received and heard, and seen in me fall down and roll on the ground for it. No. Do. That's, that's the word. Do. The God of peace shall be with you. Do. James says, not the hearer of the word only, but the doer shall be blessed. We do the word of God. Jesus himself, he said, of the parable of a house built on the rock and one on the sand. Then he said, the one which fell is the one who heard it but did not do it. But the one that stood the test of time and of the vehement rain and storms, he did the word. May we be practical Christians. Faith is for practice. Christian faith is for practice. 
the Christian, especially the Christian minister, and by extension, all Christians, we are kind of athletes. What is athletism without practice? That's madness. You say you are a, a, a marathon runner, but you don't run. You throw short put, but you don't even lift a paper. No. A Christian is referred to as a soldier. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. How are you a soldier and you do nothing? You do something. A Christian is referred to as a farmer. You see, all these are symbols of activity. Regross one for that matter. There are too many lazy people calling themselves Christians. Too lazy. They are even lazy to be lazy. But faith is for practice. The thing called faith, faith is the workshop of the redeemed. They work there. They go to work there. And therefore, you should measure your Christian growth in how practical you are becoming. Measure Christian growth that way. That's, that's, that is authentic Christianity. You can't be hearing message about preaching, evangelism, witnessing, going on mission, and you do nothing. That is not growth. No matter how you can give a good speech on that. But when you begin to do, that is growth. It's those actions that God calls growth. Loving someone is practical. It's not about, oh, the word, the, the, the Greek word for love is agape or this or that. It, that is not growth. That is Greek and English, depending on whatever you are saying. Forgiving someone who has wronged you is practical. Yeah. Submitting yourself to authority is practical. Even terms like salvation, they are not hijacked in the cloud somewhere. Salvation, justification, sanctification, adoption. They are practical ways. They apply to the believer practical. Spiritual growth, therefore, is practical. That is why it calls for all diligence. What, what do you need all diligence for? To do nothing. We should not forget 2 Peter 1 5. 2 Peter chapter 1, the verse number 5. And beside this, giving all diligence. Why? Because we are going to do something. Say, I'm going to do something. Praise the Lord. I am going to do something. Therefore, I need all diligence. And this year you will do something. So it suggests to you that there is a work to do. There is doctrine. We need it. That's where we begin from. Then there is devotion. And then there is duty. See, when you miss devotion, you may not do the doctrine. 
devotion is the heart of worship you 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 appreciate what you are hearing you you respond in love to god and if you love me you will do what you will do it so doctrine devotion and then duty a lot of people sometimes they are just doctrine sometimes they they move from doctrine to devotion then their hearts are warmed then they are sinking they raise their hands then they do you put it down they don't do anything no you should go all the mile doctrine devotion and duty doctrine teaches us what we ought to know and what there is in god you can't be a christian without doctrine you need it devotion is the heart of worship that we have from the doctrine we learn god is not trying to produce academics phds you know theoreticians that's not what god is trying to do you, you the bible says we will serve the lord with our heart as well with our mind and with our heart that's devotion bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me it's devotion the man knew the law of moses a kind of doctrine david but my my heart must awake my sultry my harp must awake and do something devotion to god then the word of god provides material or food for worship devotion why is you going out up and down can you get seated the word of god is the material for worship see if we skip doctrine there will be no worship now here is where the devil has gotten the church so the, a lot of things in the name of worship is just sentimental true worship emanates from the word of god from doctrine without that you are not worshiping yeah you are not there may be skill there may be instrumentation there may be all those things accoutrements and bodies are moving but you said the people never do anything their homes are still the same the same problems are there the issues are still pending society is not transformed and we are busy rolling on the charismatic locomotive and there is smoke in all in the skies the people are busy they are at programs yeah and and it looks like there's worship the choir is in their t-shirts they are in their uniform they know how to do it the sound system is working you see that kind of thing is not christianity worship comes the strings for worship is the doctrines of god that's what we play worship on you don't have it you are not worshiping i'm sorry it's just empty When you find the word, where do you, where do you think that David got his songs from? From the word of God. From the word. So much of meditation, so much of uh, 
learning of God's word and he couldn't help it but sing back to God. He brought worship. He knew repentance and therefore he wrote Psalm 51. Have mercy upon me. What do people know? When it comes to worship. All because that we have we have we have moved away from the word of God, which is doctrine. So the word of God provides us material or food for worship. The main diet for worship is the word of God. So all those who have been lead us to sing, that is what you need first of all. Not your voice first, but the word. Not your skill first. That can be used in the world. The distinctive is the word of God. Not people walking about and say, I can sing. I can sing. No, no, no. You need the word of God. Yes. It is unfortunate when something else replaces the word of God, even with good things. Did it happen before? Yes, it did. Luke chapter 10, verse 42. Luke 10, 42. This is Jesus. He had visited two ladies, Martha and Mary. Let's read from verse 41 to make it clearer. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha. When Jesus calls your name twice, you know, there's an issue. And this is how God used to call people. So you see that this is God who has come. Moses, Moses. The same thing. Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. You are trying to fix the sound treble, bass. You are troubled about many things. You are looking at your dress. How do you look? Yes. These days of Christian commercialism. How am I going to appear before this crowd who are paid for worship? Meanwhile, God has already paid them to worship him by his own blood. See? So, all, I'm not saying there's something wrong with trying to look good. But when that steals away the, the focus, the main thing, that is when Jesus says, you are careful and troubled about many things, not a few. Oh, our church, we are music inclined. So, you know, we go for the best of gadgets to amplify the music. You can hear it very well. You know, you hear the sound. It's like a broken glass. So clear. Clang. It doesn't do anything. If it is not, first of all, the word of God. And we will see it. Verse 42. But one thing is needful. Just one. Amidst all the busyness. Look at what Jesus is saying. One thing. Who believes Jesus? We tell him, no, it's a 50 and one thing that is needful. Jesus, the wire. Yes. The drums. The stage light. The smoke screen. Jesus. The LED, the LED uh, uh, screen. Almost every church including this one. If God helps us, we may change this one and put a screen here. But that is not worship. 
That is just a screen that can be used anywhere. A DVLA can be used at a bank. It can anywhere. Yeah? Be very careful. We must live in the primitiveness of our faith, yet being current at the same time. We have to. We have to. One thing is needful. And Mary has chosen. May we be a kind of a Mary people. That good part. That is the good part. We shall not be taken away from her. You know. Once upon a time. They were not having screen. They were using maybe a book or whatever. It has been taken away. Screen has come. Years to some years to come, that tune will be taken away from us. I don't know what will come next. Everything we have will be taken away. It will get to a point that the 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 congregations, everybody will have his projector. Yes, there will be something here. You know, maybe the pastor presses. If you want to sing, my hope is built on nothing. Then he taps it, and it appears on everybody's screen. They don't need this one anymore. And then that one too is waiting to be taken away. But there is one thing that will not be taken away. And what was that? It was the word of God. May we stay with that one thing. Then from devotion we come to duty, which is the right response to doctrine. See, it is the, it is the doctrine that stirs the devotion the word of God, and then there is devotion. There is duty. Duty will be a painful thing to do. Even if what you are required to do calls for sacrifice, or there is an element of suffering in it, it will be painful without devotion. Don't think that you you cannot do God's will without joy. It's a mistake. Anytime you hear God says do something, the God has come again. What a pity. What is he saying we should do? No. And that happens because you have moved from doctrine to duty. There's no devotion. If we're excited, if you are happy, you will do anything. You will. Even though it will cost you, but you will do it. That is what worship is for. So uh, people say they are worshiping, but they are not dutiful. It's a lie. They don't understand even the purpose of worship. Worship is to raise obedient saints. That's worship. People who bow. You see, all the 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 the, the postures we demonstrate during real time worship, but it's the Christian attitude. Hands up, I surrender. I bow. I yield to your will. That is all. But if it ends there, then we don't understand worship. Devotion without action is empty spirituality. God's word never leaves us without action. I'm talking about growing up. Why have we gotten here? Because God's word never leaves us without action. When you look at Ephesians, from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 4, where we have met this growing up, is 
pure doctrine. When you start from verse 1 of chapter 1, Paul the Apostle, blessed be God and Father of our Lord, Jesus Christ, blessed with all spiritual blessings in every places, then the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Chapter 2, you has you quick, you have you quickened with dead in trespasses and sins, and then it's coming all the way to chapter 3, the prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's laying down doctrines for the church but lest they they stay in that lecture hall of doctrine say no get out we are going to do business let's get down and work so god's word never leaves us without action At another example is the book of romans heavily doctrinal on the subject of salvation chapter one god has condemned all all have sinned the jew and the gentile chapter two chapter three no mercy no uh, 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 excusing anybody then he starts talking about the state of the 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 the, the, the sinner he comes to chapter six chapter seven it's all doctrinal chapter eight there is no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus you have not done anything yet he's telling you something for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has set them free from the law of sin and death now after all of that chapter 12 i beseech you therefore brethren wake up you have enjoyed me preaching for three hours now the rest of the how many hours we are going to stay on earth we are going to do something present your bodies as a living sacrifice it's not only Jesus who presented his body. You too. Do something. Then he starts talking and talking. He speaks about love. He speaks about hospitality. He speaks about honor. That is Christianity. A lot of people are trying to cause confusion. They don't, they don't read to that place. They just chance upon the word. The whole world must stop. For them to come up with all their confusion but god's word never leaves us without action god told the first man adam to till the land and keep it that was god's first message to man first message genesis 2 15 genesis chapter 2 verse 15 and the lord took the man literally <laughs> and put him into the garden of eden to dress it and keep it god took the man and put him into the garden of eden to dress it and to keep it that is not theory. So Adam was the first mechanic. The first farmer. First everything. To dress it and to keep it. May we be practical people. God was not going to leave man lazy just expecting some spiritual high every day. You know some people, they will read the Bible and then God used to come and visit Adam in the cool of the day. Then they start in the cool of the day. It means Adam did a lot of spiritualizing. Entering into forbidden things. The kind of conversation God was having with Adam. Even though he was not there. See, that is not Christianity. That is not apostolic Christianity. The man God created was told to get on with work. 
he was given a practical orientation of life and to life jesus the last adam said i must be about my father's business that's what he said first adam work dress and keep it the last one came i must be about my father's business the apostles were practical men they give practical counsels to god's people on their personal lives don't forget that until you you you, you claim you are so spiritual you are now impractical don't talk to people don't relate well yeah you are you have become so spiritual you become uh like elijah the prophet of fire to your boss if you tell me to come to work at this time you will see what the kind of prayer will pray against you you will lose your job <laughs> and you can't curse him amen some things don't need prayer they need wisdom the practical session of god's word is the wisdom session of god's word think about it the doctrine is the power knowledge is power but without doctrine without wisdom you blow up you blow off you will still not amount to anything so the apostles themselves they were practical men they gave practical counsels like i said on our personal lives on our social lives on our marriages on labor employer employee relationships and many other things they were very practical apostles now how can you talk about building up like we did and growing up except you mean to do something practical what is practical real world what is practical every day i'm giving you synonyms of practical every day thing so every day you wake up you must do something we're talking about growing up don't be don't 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 magnify big trees and despise little ones it is the little one that became the big tree every day it was growing What is practical? Hands-on. Hands-on. The best way to become a pastor, a preacher, a, a worker in the house of God is to join the band. Just join it. Don't come here and produce a certificate that I have gone to a certain Bible school. And now I can preach or I can sing. No, put it down. Tear it into pieces and join the team. Join us pray. Join us serve. Join us do something. Hands on. Hands on. Hands on. Preach with us. Teach with us. Go with us. No Bible school for you. I'm sorry. Real Bible school is the church. It is what? If we don't take an open Bible school for everything. Bible school for marriage. Bible school for what? Huh? What? Business. Oh yes, it has begun. Churches have business school. Solomon business school. <laughs> Solomon business school. Why not Judas business school? No one will get missing. <laughs> Hands on. What is practical? Concrete. Concrete, not abstract. What is practical? Applied. Applied. We apply God's word. So when you get born again, you are actually welcome to a realm of life where you can grow. You are going to do all of these practical things. You must see to it that you grow to the glory of God. Amen. 
Now, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. There is something there. We are going to look basically at three things. And we are not looking at these three things for how beautiful they are, but how dutiful we must become. Ephesians chapter 4, the verse number 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Beautiful scripture. What are we talking about in the church? Sometimes a lot of uh, elderly people's messages, you know, common sense wisdom teachings for the church. How to we, you know, all those kind of things. There's a serious stuff. Speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Number one, we want to look at in him, in him, the direction of growth. That is what we are looking at, number one. In him, the direction of growth. Number two, we will look at in love, the dimensions of growth. And then finally, we will look at like him, the destination of growth. So number one, in him, the direction of growth. Brothers and sisters, words take different meanings in the, in the Bible when used by God. <laughs> when used by God, words take different meaning. When God calls Abraham a father of many nations, it is different from the way people call him. God's, God has his own understanding of how he calls people. When he calls Saul, Ananias said, Saul means, according to the dictionary of the church, Saul's, Saul means an injurious person, a persecutor, a blasphemous person. They have taught their children, in case you go to school and you meet the word Saul, this is what it means. But God said, no. He is a chosen vessel unto me. May we understand the way God calls things. So here we see the direction of the growth. It is, is into him or in him. But speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into him. That is the direction of the growth. Sometimes you are getting bigger, but it is actually sickness. It's an abnormal growth. <laughs> Your head is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> Your stomach is getting bigger and bigger. Something is wrong. Which direction is that growth? Second Peter three eighteen. Second Peter three eighteen. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is always the direction. That is always the direction. Always in Him, never out of Him. We can't leave Jesus behind and be Christians. We cannot put away our clothes and not be naked. That is what I mean. You can't put away your dress and then say, I'm dressed. Revelation chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. May this never happen to us. Revelation 3, 17, 18. Every church must read this and always fall on their face and say, God spare us this Shame. Revelation 3, 17. Because thou sayest I am rich and increased 
with goods and have need of nothing supposing that gain is godliness and knowest not that thou art wretched you see words are used differently by god these guys say they are rich they say you are not and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked then it says i counsel thee to buy of me see that little word me it is telling us something that is the direction of growth for validation and approval that you are you are a christian you are without me you can't do anything buy of me you have gold from the mines from the stock market your accounts are going high up but i am the lord of the church i take inventory more than anybody else does your account department in the church never they are just rejoicing at how fat your your, your offerings are but i am the lord of the church i say that you are poor you are naked you are miserable therefore buy of me gold come to the authentic come to the original it, it must be me or you are not you you are not growing i counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire listen this thing called church we must walk on it like we're walking on a tightrope with all reverence and all not fear but we must not set our own standards and clap for ourselves because god uses words differently say buy of me the one you have is won't work it's me the direction of growth and that thou mayest be rich so you are not rich as far as i'm concerned think about it can, is it possible that you can win souls and jesus said no they are not one amazing you have sung a song he says no worship oh but it was three hours it is no worship so what is it i don't know jesus will tell you and white raiment you see everything jesus is talking about it is of him buy of me buy of me gold buy of me white raiment that you may be clothed and that the shame of your nakedness do not appear you are in designer wear, but you are naked. And anoint thine eyes with eyes, but that may see. Your prophets are prophesying, but they are not seeing anything. That's Jesus for you. And when Jesus speaks, we don't argue. So we need to get the meanings and directions of words in the Christian life right. Words like success love rich and growth they mean differently to god you may confuse success with fame with name with money he says no you may confuse last with love jesus says no i'm not loved his sister that is the word the bible is because in his eyes he was really in love but god says you are not in love you are a sinner you are lasting and the end of the of everything proved it because he hated his sister with greater hatred more than the so-called love that she said how can love end that way when god said that he knows the word you should so you have brought a, a, a card written on it i love somebody god said this is i hate somebody may the lord deliver you from where people are trying to hook you up with but they are not for real
How can you say you are rich, but Jesus says you are poor? The parable he gave, the rich man, he, he, he filled his barns with plenty. Then he said, tonight I'm going to have a party. I'm inviting all my friends in town to come. The Lord said, you are now fool. You are not a rich man. From my point of view, you are nowhere near riches, but a typical fool. And tonight, your soul shall be required of thee. Because he uses words differently. That in that same scripture, he said, these are the kind of people who are not rich towards God. That is the direction. When Jesus brings words, it is always in reference to God. The direction. That is why with your own works, you are not saved. Because it is not towards God. So you are doing very well. But Jesus said, no. It is grace that is towards God. And therefore, you are saved. Let's look at Luke chapter 12. Luke 12. 21. I just want us to read that side. Let's start from verse 20. But God said unto him, you see, so God is bringing a perspective, another side of what you call growth, what you call riches, what you call love, what you call success. God says, I have a bat. Thou fool. You are a doctor. All you, 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 you do is to be doing abortion for people. They call you a doctor. God said you were a murderer. Yes. This night thy soul shall be forgiven, shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure. So treasure is there for himself and is not rich toward God. Now in this passage, the word rich appears several times, but it is used in, 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 in different ways. Why are we reading all this? So that we will understand that the direction of when we say growth. See, this is where we miss it. What a topic to now bring in all kinds of things to satisfy our flesh. Growth. Oh, growth. Okay. Then we start talking about this. We start talking about that. We start talking about, come to the word of God. What is the growth? What does it mean to grow up? into him what does it mean and you better bow in humble adoration and say if this is growth then god knows what he's talking about the only wise god he must know the benefits of these things that he himself calls growth what is growth and therefore to grow up in him that direction of the what is it Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 mind you we are dealing with something practical Ephesians 4 17 what is growth this I say therefore and testify in the law that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind that is growth Now verse 15. 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. May grow up into him. He has not finished. You see the, 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 the colon there? 
from whom the whole body fitly joined together so this is going to happen as a result of the growth and compacted by that which every joint supplied according to the effectual working in the measure of every part make an increase of the body unto the edification of itself in love that is the growth edification of itself in love we are growing and being built up in love we love each other that is the growth what about money okay you can have all the money you end up divorcing your wife then you understand the wisdom of god that you are the fool don't let jesus write another look for you that thou fool you have dollars and pounds but you have dived you know that i saw a guy's name on somebody's item this is a designer person he's a Ghanaian who has made it overseas so i said hey this guy is doing very well let me go and check on him then i checked on him you know i always want to so all this noise that they are making what is going on in their lives and you you can see it you enter his name this is a young man at the time i was reading just last week he 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 has divorced two two women i said that is the problem that is the problem on the street on the street listen some of you don't have store in ghana you don't have on the street where he is in this country he's the only black man on that street they are fashion designers he's the only black man with a store this you see we have places we go and buy ready-made sets that is cheap rich people don't don't let us know what they do overseas they go and they sew for them and he has carved a niche in that industry he sews for film stars but can't keep a simple woman like this women sitting down i don't know what the women have done <laughs> but this man can can handle one woman divorce the first one divorce the second one and now i think he's into some philosophy like you know that kind of fear woman and grow <laughs> those things <laughs> so when, when god knows what he's talking about listen to grow up in love is superior to to growing up your accounts with the bank don't add amounts of money to your bank they are calling you you are a prestige customer but you are not a prestige husband you are not a prestige wife you are not a prestige daddy you don't care about the woman you are staying with you don't care about people 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 can't stand you what kind of proud thing is this what kind of snobbish person is this you are poor and this is what mess mess up the whole world a little of that here a little of that here this house has it this guy has it is and then the whole world is in a mess god said you are not going you are building houses but you are growing nothing you are all just babies and pygmies what does it mean to grow fasting your seatbelt we are going verse 18 having the understanding that can be alienated from the life of god through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of the heart who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness sensuality right impurities to work all uncleanness with greediness but ye have not so learned christ that is growth you learn christ 
if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in jesus speaking the truth in love that you may grow thereby and what, what is that growth that you put off concerning the former conversation the former lifestyle the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful last that is growth you play with it we are going to have that kind of record i just told you about you are growing an empire of an of, of a business but you are becoming an empire yourself a, a vampire yes you are mounting to nothing people of god if you are growing and your growth in life is in this direction of in him in him the direction of growth you are blessed i said you are blessed you need the christian mentality for prosperity which comes after that mentality don't forget about being in a rat race have the mind of christ and you keep it there the lord will bless you you'll be so blessed rich men will envy you because they have car but they don't have wife yes they don't have they they, they can't have yeah people are coming home and they are calling is, is he there is he there this is growth you will grow what is growth but you put off concerning the former conversation the old marriage is called deceitful and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that is growth renew glory to god in the spirit of your mind that is growth 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 i'll never forget the story that a, a, a man shared this is a professor from ghana he went to south africa to go and do a, 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 give a lecture i heard it from the pastor himself we, 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 we talked he said because he was a member of his church and he was a branch pastor in that country when the man came he could not deliver there he was standing at the edge of the 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 this is the he was in the green room and this is the the stage with people here he told i mean he had already discussed with the pastor that if he goes how can a professor arrive at that conclusion that if i come and stand here to deliver the lecture i will die if i come and stand here and i say ladies and gentlemen i will die so the pastor who does not have i don't know what he has obviously he doesn't have this phd something he stood behind him and said you will not die he pushed him in the name of jesus because he was a member of his church oh glory to god he pushed him he pushed then he came to deliver the speech he did not die the first day the lectures were, was continuing so the second day too he came and said i will die if i come true story because professor knows chemistry he knows biology microbiology he knows economics chemistry whatever but he his mind is not renewed professor is fighting condemnation professor is fighting the 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 the, the darts of the wicked one his mind is not renewed i remember one guy he was like a celebrity he said he will be hearing three voices one is very filthy talking to his ears the other one is laughing at him 
then the other one is condemning him at a point at a point he used a can not blade a can to cut all his id cars so that and they asked him why did you do that because at the time he was talking he was now born again so that they can't trace my family members when i die he saw himself dying and he checked himself to a hospital by the time he saw what was happening he was off and somebody had preached jesus to him the lady was uh, a model but a christian and she went for when i say model not someone who is making herself naked you understand yeah i mean that is her work she puts on dresses they take pictures for sale and all those things and the lady witnessed to she was doing that at a top level she witnessed to that guy and the guy was laughing in those days oh what did jesus what did jesus that so he remembered the message look keep preaching somebody will remember and then you call this person you pray jesus save me i don't even know who you are save me and then the lost and his mind was renewed he became a real person that is growth the guy had money but no growth it was a decline verse 24 and that you put on the new man that is growth the new man which after god is created in righteousness and true holiness that is growth wherefore putting away lying speak every man truth with his neighbor for we are members one of another that is growth when you stop lying god says you are growing be ye angry and sin not let not the sin go down upon your wrath that is growth why because this can lead to divorce you don't know what growth is you say you have said growth goes what goes hmm. neither give place to the devil you can do that you are doing that growth let him that still still no more that is growth but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needed that is growth you have now become a giver not a taker let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers when you speak it's like music to people's ears brother that is growth and grieve not the holy spirit no i don't want to do that whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption that is growth you are sensitive to the spirit that's growth let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice that is growth don't tell us i have been christian for 55 years but you are still angry you are bitter we are not counting years we are counting character in christ and be kind one to another that is growth tender-hearted forgiving one another even as god for christ's sake has forgiven you that is growth don't miss sunday service we are going to be talking on on supernatural growth by loving one another we are praising moving from praising god to loving god as for this church it has grown it is growing it will grow and the devil will be the one to cry tell it in hell what is growth we have entered chapter five be ye therefore followers of god as dear children somebody who is following god is growing who are you following on facebook all these people you are following what kind of god what amount of god is in them 
I saw somebody last week. I, I, you know, I just said, where from all these people? He said, she can fly people, <laughs> fly people to abroad without airplane. <laughs> just, just bring a white cow, cattle. And you appear in. And I'm saying, you appear there. You go and meet the immigration officers. <laughs> You'll be telling your, your nonsense. Coming from where? And walk in love. Let's go verse 2. As Christ also has loved us. How many of you know Jesus loves you? Listen, if you don't accept that he loves you, you can't love anybody. Yeah. In spite of your sins that you committed, he has forgiven you. He loves you. What does it mean? Somebody will do something nasty. Love him like he loved you. Love him like you died for the person to save him with his blood. And you are making intercession at the right hand of the Father for him. That is how you must love people. <laughs> and walk in love as Christ has loved us, growth, and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. That is growth, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness. Let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. That is growth. We're talking about church growth. What are we looking at? Great. We need all of that. The influence, but it, it must go on this graph or else it is not growing. God says so. Apostolic scriptures keeps it there. You can't change it. I don't care your success. That's what it is. And nobody should say, oh, you know, the people these days, which, which days? What about those in those days? If Paul was here today, this is exactly what he would write. So you better sit up. Because God has not changed. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving up thanks. That is growth. For this you know, that no homonger, no unclean person. If you don't know that you have not grown, somebody can lead you on into these things. And you still believe that you are going to the kingdom of God. You are in the kingdom of God. You are in the kingdom of God. You are not. Let no man deceive you. When you will live above deception, that's growth. Hallelujah. But because of these things come on the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not you therefore partakers with them. That's growth. Verse 9. For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. You evidence that that is growth. Verse 11. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. That is growth. That is growth. And then he speaks and speaks. Look at verse 16. Verse 15. See then that he walks up in spread not as fools, but as wise. That is growth. When you are no more working as a fool, but as wise. Because you understand your times, purpose. And you are living up to it. In the intensity of it, redeeming the time because the days are evil. That is growth. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. That is growth. Super. You know God's will for your life. God's will about everything. Who to marry. Where to go. What to do with your life. That is growth. It's not something you have to do all night for and pray, 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 pray. God show me something. You go for meetings upon meetings. No, that is no growth. 
Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit, spirit-filled life. That is growth. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to Lord. Let us go. Giving thanks always for all things unto God. No murmuring, no complaining like we heard on Sunday. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is growth. Submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. You can do that. I can do. Submit. Pastor, I can do that. No. I, I, <laughs> I won't do it. Yeah, there are some people, they, they, we are settling their issues, not in this church, but I've heard it many times. They say, if it is this one you want me to do, I won't do. They can't submit. One of us will leave the church. One of us. What kind of Christianity is that? To fire us is here. That's no growth. 22. You know what growth is? Wives submit yourselves you are a wife you are counting people but you are not submitting yourself we don't need the number go and sit down and grow didn't say amen as unto the lord that is growth 23 that's beautiful christianity for the husband is the head of the wife understand it and that is growth if you don't understand that you are not growing the husband is not your colleague <laughs> he's the head of the wife even as christ is the head of a church and he is the savior of the body therefore as the church is subject unto christ so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything that is growth husbands are you there love your wives that is growth not as hollywood does it not as they fake it in films but for real even to die for that woman as christ also loved the church and gave himself for it we're not talking about giving money we are going beyond that don't be wicked with money because God requires your blood for your, your, your wife. The person you call your wife. The bottom line is that you shed your blood for the person. If that starts today, many people will resign. <laughs> I, I give me my name back. I'm going to my father's house. <laughs> so ought men to love their wives. That is growth. That is growth. That is growth. You know what growth is? Children, are you there? Obey your parents in the Lord. That is growth. That's growth. You close the Bible, we are talking about other things. And now your father and mother, you heard it today. That is growth. Four, fathers too should grow. Provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nature and admonition of the Lord. When you hurt your child, admit it and apologize. Say amen. <laughs> you don't like that one it means that you are not grown <laughs> you and your child or you are all babies <laughs> servants be obedient grow up to them that are your masters according to the flesh if you are teaming up with people at your workplace always laying a net for your boss this boss we will show him on 30th we will all resign <laughs> you have not grown you haven't grown with fear and trembling that is the level to which your growth must look do it you'll be promoted don't stand shoulder to shoulder with your boss i saw a picture of a young man with a man of god i said this is wrong what is this guy i might even be older than him the posture didn't like it you go down bend your back must show some reverence 
This morning, your colleague, you can be a grandson. Grandson number two or whatever. Third, fourth generation. I don't care your success. Who do you think you are? Bah! Trembling. Here. Fear and trembling. Respect your boss. Forget about the pay. Respect him. Yeah. Don't say you want to wear Gucci watch. Because <laughs> your, your boss is wearing Gucci watch. Yeah. I was listening to the message. <laughs> and in the host sport belly and all those things. <laughs> Amen. In singleness of your heart, as unto Christ. Listen, this is your tyrant boss. God is telling you that to grow means that you see him as Christ. <laughs> see your boss. Never have a meeting at his back. Don't discuss him because that is Jesus. See you. <laughs> Respect you. When, you. when you go to work, change your attitude towards your boss completely. Not with eye service. Customer service. Be real. That is growth. No plastic customer service. As men pleases. But as the servants of Christ. Doing the will of God from the heart. That is growth. With good will. Doing service as to the Lord. And not to men. That is growth. Masters. Verse 9. Do the same thing unto them. Forbearing threatening. Don't threaten people. But it's growth. You to you wake up and then you come and tell your mind to people. I will sack you. I will do this. You are not growth. Take your time. <laughs> Knowing that your master also lives in heaven. You also, you also, you also have a master. <laughs> master to master. <laughs> Neither is there respect of persons with him. That one, nobody can even go and say something for you. Yeah. Finally, what is growth? Finally, all you weak people, the apostle says, finally, grow up, be strong, be strong, be strong. When you settle in faith, faith will settle you. You see, you see why you chase after things and people and solutions for whatever you think we have a problem, you are not confident enough anybody who is still susceptible to the winds of somebody's help i will pray for you i will do this for you your confidence is in a deficit you need to top up somebody went to pray for somebody and the person said eh, it is money you need collect and get out of here and it was true he, he got the money and then he left it was only money no no it's, i have a word for you prophecy they, it disappeared Hmm. to grow is to be strong don't always be oh I am Mr. Weak I am Mrs. Weak no grow up be strong eat the word of God and be strong feed on the word of God and be strong stay in prayer and be strong Put on the whole armor of God. That is growth. Thirteen. Take unto you the whole armor of God. That is growth. Fully armed. 
Meet me in the night, I am armed. Meet me at the gates against my children. I will answer you because I am strong. Oh, yes, I am. Glory to God. Yesterday at 12 midnight, then somebody called. 12, 12 past. Pastor, there is danger is happening. In the name of Jesus, strong. By this morning, there was victory. That ye may be able to withstand and the evil day and having done all to stand. Not all these Christians who are falling down. Tim, 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 tim. When the devil brings a notice, he has not even come home, but I'm coming to town. Then they are all running away. Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth. Deception, impossible. That is growth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, that one. Confidence by reason of righteousness, that is growth. And your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace, that is growth. Go somewhere, preach somewhere. And above all, taking the shield of faith, that is growth. When you settle in faith, you will be settled by that faith. Above all, the shield of faith, that you'll be able to quench all the fairy dust of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation, the word, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always, that is growth. Not talking always. Complaining always. Praying always, that's growth. With all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. What is growth? And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may be, I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. What kind of prayer topics are these? Because you want the one, you know, fall down and die. This is prayer. This is growth. One of the places to find a lot of children is, on, is at prayer meetings. Oh yes. God's, God's small, small children and babies. That's where they are. That's where they are. This prayer they can't pray. But utterance will be given to who? For what? To do what? You know what is chasing us? Give us a prayer book. Chapter 6. Prayer against household wickedness. Chapter 15. Prayer for kidney failure. <laughs> yes. Chapter 16. Prayer for your firstborn child. Hey, are you a pagan? Your firstborn child. Prayer for your firstborn child. You are a billion miles, galaxy miles away from Christianity. Suddenly, all canal people wake up and they are praying at night. Canal people, sensual people, liars, because they are afraid. Those of us who are not afraid, we sleep. And we wake up and our enemy sees our eyes burning with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? <laughs> one, one minister friend today he told me, he said, he said, man of God, you have gone to that place. If I've gone there, then we can also go there. 
Those <laughs> place. Another pastor was praying for me. He, was, he prayed for me. He recorded it and sent it to me. He said, Father, deliver him from all these devils. Uh, and you mentioned, uh, there's a word, Abalaba. He said, Father, deliver him from Abalaba. <laughs> you know Abalaba. So you have to put it in your prayer. And I was delivered. Hey, I, I enjoyed that prayer. The Lord delivered me from Abalaba. <laughs> I don't know about Rev, but the Lord delivered me. <laughs> My goodness. That is, that is growth. Amen. That is growth. That is growth. All that we have read. See, I've not wasted your time. I would have rather wasted your time if I had just been talking and talking and trying to bring my own ideas to you on what growth is. This is growth. Let's learn it and keep it there in Jesus' name. Be on your feet. Next week, we are going to continue with our second and our third point. But for today, the direction of growth. Lord, if this is it, then keep me soaring in that direction. Love is what will save you, I'm telling you, in your home. No money. No money. The money will take care of itself. It will come. Things you think you need, they, 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 they don't have the keeping power life-giving power like you think this is what has life-giving power therefore lord help me to grow lift up your voice and pray somebody lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray in the name of jesus lift up your voice talk to god talk to god lord i want to grow i want to grow in this direction in this direction in this direction in this direction yes you can by the grace of God. It's only by grace. It's only by grace. In this direction. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes Lord. Oh yes Lord. Talk to God. Talk to God. Lord help me grow in that direction. Help me grow in this direction. Help me grow in this direction. Lord I need you. Oh, I need you Every hour I need you My one defense My one defense My righteousness My right Oh God, I need you Oh God, how I need Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour, I need you. My one difference, my one difference, my righteousness. Oh God, how I need. Now listen. That's why we come to church. We come to grow up in this direction. Towards God. Listen, anything that is towards God, it has permanence. It has longevity. It has security. What do people know about security? Then they bring all these amazing words. 
bonds, bonds, uh, securitization of future earnings. Meanwhile, the whole thing is going to collapse on your head. We are not saying that all those things are not important, but that is not what really then you look at your figures and all you say, I'll grow. But they don't have the power to buy love, to buy a marriage, to buy peace, to buy a future. But for you, by this word of God that has come to you, you have received wisdom. And you are going to grow towards God. Lift your right hand and say, Father, I'm coming towards your direction. In growth, I'm growing into him, into my Lord, in all things, in all things, in my life, in my relationships, in my business, in all things. I'm growing up in your direction. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, next week I will show you how if you are going that direction. What kind of businessman do you expect Jesus to be? We are talking practical now. If Jesus is a wife, hmm, you better go and listen to this message again and again in preparation for next week. If Jesus is a civil servant, we have grown up in him, in that direction. What will we have? Would Jesus take money that belonged to, supposed to help people and pocket it? You don't know the wisdom of God. So the Bible said that the endless expectation of creation, they are waiting for the people who grow up into him. When we grow up into him, that is the salvation of creation. Your marriage will be crying because you have not grown up into him. So marriage is suffering in your hands. Creation is suffering. Your children are suffering. Can watch you beat. You beat your wife in front of them and kill your wife. Creation is delivered by the sons of God. By those who sons of God is not just the first, you know, I'm a son of God, it is it's peace of growth, maturity. Praise God. That is for next week. The Lord bless you. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.